Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. We're overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last get into the show i just wanted to tell you about underdog fantasy there of course the sponsor of the sports grid fantasy football podcast you can deposit using the promo code grid there is a link to underdog fantasy for you to sign up in the show notes for this podcast you can do it on your phone you can do it on the desktop uh, when you sign up with the promo code grid g-r-i-d you are going to get one free wager inside of their Pick'em game. And then when you win that, because we know that you will, you'll be able to enter into all the NFL contests that they're doing. Uh, you know, they have the Battle Royale. They have, of course, the Pick'em game, the Rival game. Lots of very cool stuff happening. They also have a Best Ball Basketball Tournament and a Best Ball Hockey Tournament for you guys to get in there. And uh, now let's go ahead and get into the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sports Grid Fantasy Football Podcast. You also might be listening to this on the Roto Grinders Daily Fantasy Podcast feed or the Daily Fantasy Football feed. Uh, I'm Davis Maddock, joined by Sammy Reed and Nate Noling. If you guys want to jump in and play against the cash teams that we're talking about next week, you can send invites to me, Davis Maddock on DraftKings. Sammy, for some reason, is Whirling Dervish, D E. R-V-I-S-H. Worst name on DraftKings, I think. It's and so then bad, Sammy. It's just Nate N. It's so bad, Sammy. It's really and bad. You, you know, I, I didn't, I back when I made it, I didn't realize I'd be doing a show called The Gilcast, where, you know, I had to, I had to put it out in public. It's, it's Every Magic, time I go... It's for Magic the Gathering. Like you, you guys, you, you guys don't know what's up with MTG, but the the real OGs do. No, we're no. we're young enough that we grew up with video games. We didn't have to make up games on paper because by candlelight. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Oil burner. Oh, I'm getting wasted uh, already. This is going to so, be a long so, show. So, un- well, both of you guys are in for a long show because your teams are really bad. Um, my team was really good. Nice, nice little change from the first two weeks. So week one, having to late swap. Sammy should have been the late swapper this week, but he didn't. Uh, so I, I'm giving, I'm giving you the fish of the day for not late swapping, Sammy, because even though your team ended up scoring more points than Nate, you you get fish of the day for not late. Well, swapping. well, in 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 fairness to me, I did late swap some teams. The the fifty fifth, the double ups, I late swapped but I stayed the course in heads heads. So that's, that's the one we're talking about. Yeah. I, yeah, I actually had to swap. I, I got scored uh, 200 on in a one Oh nine. Someone scored 200 against me. So I had to swap in that game uh, because they played Josh Allen against me. But yeah, yeah so this is uh, I, I scored 167. Sammy scored 143 on his non swap team and Nate scored 131. Both of you guys made terrible choices today. Uh, Nate's Nate's really tilting, so I'm going to start with Sammy. 
why why did you come into this slate saying I I just got to get Derrick Henry? I just got to jam Derrick Henry. And what, what why don't you why don't you lead me down that thought process? Well, I mean, so it will, the so my team was I played Fields at QB, at RB I played Henry Barkley and Madison at receiver I went Cup Godwin Osborne, and then Hawkinson at tight end and the Bengals DST. Uh, when it came to the big dog. Man, I, I mean, we talked about this last week, but one of the big things about the big dog is he's starting to see a lot more work through the air. And if you're going to have a guy whose team is fully committed to him where he's just getting a ton of rushes all the time, but he's also getting work through the air, I just I, I just wanted to have him. I, I just I, I, I was sick and tired of the big dog crushing me. And like he should have had a smash game, man. He had 28 rushes. He had three targets. I mean, I, I would do it again. Like, I don't know what to say. You you would do it again even after seeing the results of what you wrought. Also, also, well, why did you play me, Justin it's Fields not. instead of Daniel Jones when we told you to play Daniel Jones? I mean, I, I like Daniel Jones. I, I had Jones in my original lineup, but when it was pretty clear that Dalvin was going to be out, um, I just I didn't want to play CEH, bro. Like CEH, I mean, and and it just turned that, out that Henry. That is that's no, mentally dude, weak. That, that was mentally weak. It is. That was mentally weak, dude. Because it is mentally I started weak, out. Because it turns out that Derrick Henry there. is literally just a fat CEH. Okay, Sammy, it's not to me, it's not the Derrick Henry thing that I'm like shocked about. It's the fact that you paid down at quarterback, but also took a, a potential zero at wide receiver in Osborne. Like you don't pay down at quarterback and then also punt off another spot. You pay down at quarterback so that you don't have to take a potential zero. You played two guys who have a combined combined floor of like six in cash games. Well, you know, I, I, uh, I think I misunderestimated the, the egregiousness that Justin Fields could have brought. And it was pretty apparent. Like, I mean, reported- I, I was, I was very surprised. I will say, I think you ran bad to get what Fields got. He got like three points or whatever. I mean, I thought like 12 was probably the worst he could have done. He had and- like, he had one pass attempt and one rush attempt like halfway through the second quarter. And it was like, dude, what is going on here? I I thought that, you know, Fields, I mean, he just obviously brings a ton of rushing upside. I wasn't expecting any 300-yard bonuses or whatever, but I kind of felt the same way as you, Davis, where, you know, I I thought his floor was higher than this, but, I mean, the reality is he's a guy making his first NFL start on the road in Cleveland, pretty good defense, bad game environment. Um, You know, I just – yeah, I, I, I'm going to take the L on Fields, man. It was it was a tough scene. I'm not taking the L on, on Derrick Henry. Um, it, it's, but, uh, but it's not just Fields. I think if you would have done Fields and you would have gone with a different build, it would have been well, okay. Like, I know well, I saw well, a lot of people here's, do Fields. Here's where, I think I, here's where I think I messed up. The the receiver that I liked for somewhat cheap was Tyler Boyd. I think he was 4.7. Yeah, when, when, correct. Uh, That's Higgins who I played. Was, yeah, when Higgins was ruled out, I thought Boyd was an extremely good play. And he was twelve hundred more than than uh, Osborne. Osborne. And what I what I should have done is paid down at tight end. Um, yeah. Higby. Higby was the tight end play. That's that's really what I should have done. Um, is is done that. So uh, I think that was that was the mistake that I made. Uh, that well, feels. really, the core mistake, as I'm hearing you talk through this, your core mistake was that you were not mentally weak enough to trust the projections on Ch, and you were just like, nope. I'm not doing it. Well, I mean, CEH was in my original lineup without Madison. Um, 
you know, so I, it wasn't like I was anti CH, but I really felt like he was a decidedly fourth best option. Um, if you didn't play CEH in cash this week, you were anti CEH. I mean, you like his price to that team total he's, he's to his a, workload. He's been a six thousand dollar running back his whole career in KC. Yeah, in an overpriced six K running back. I mean, the the reality is he had not been seeing the work through the air. Yeah, that's true. I, and he, I don't he really, really barely did in this game. He had two right. catches. And and you can and you can get away with that at four point eight. Like I I didn't think he was a bad play by any stretch. I was I just. I thought his floor was pretty low, and I and I wasn't really sold on his ceiling. I think he, man, he just landed on that hundred yard bonus. Like he ended up having a fine day, but he still lost a fumble. I thought there was a somewhat of a chance that Andy Reid was like, gonna, just gonna bench him. Yeah, not put up with his yeah. shit and be like, "Yo, dude, you're splitting time with Daryl Williams now." Which, yeah, thought, by the way, on the first drive, that I thought we were in for it because Daryl Williams got a couple touches on the first Chiefs drive. But I, I think the th- what ended up happening was what everyone said was going to happen, which is that the Chargers have been daring everybody to run. That's just all they've been doing. They, they did it in the first two games, and it seems like Staley is a smart coach, and that's what he did. He dared the Chiefs to run, and it worked. They, they, uh, they lost. I mean, they lost due to some the, – the Chiefs' f- turnover luck in the, the first half of the game. Like, uh, Marcus Kemp, a, a ball goes off of his hands – uh ch fumbles and tyreek all fumbled all in the first well, quarter tyreek was half. also tyreek was also I, I don't know what his injury is but he was hurt i mean he was holding his ribs the whole game he was out for a bunch of drives he was i haven't yeah, heard I, like I, injury reporting but he wasn't himself at all so like i, I noticed that that marcus camp and like uh joey joe jo, for oh, damn it i don't forgot his name something ford Forcing. Never, never Joey, really, Joey never really been your strong suit. Remembering, and that. it's yeah. Without without Tyreek, like that team, their offense does look a lot different, and I think that's part of that's part of what we're seeing. I, I'm surprised we haven't heard more on what is wrong with Tyreek, but he's clearly not 100 percent um, at all. All right, now Sammy, we got to dunk on Nate for not playing the most obvious play of the week, which was Saquon Barkley at running back. I mean, this is. This is indefensible stuff, Nate. I mean, well, let's let, let, let's go over Nate's whole lineup because it is really a thing to behold. I mean, it yeah. is it's something. So so Nate plays Lamar Jackson, Mike Davis, Ch. What, what? Go through your lineup before you made the swaps. All right. So it it was start. Uh, yeah, Lamar Jackson, Mike Davis, Ceh, uh, Godwin, Cup, Woods, Hawkinson, Madison, and Titans D. And Nate, yeah. can you can you tell me can you tell me how owned Mike Davis was in cash games this week? He was more owned than I thought he would be. Yeah, okay. between ten to fifteen percent, depending on the contest. I mean, he was he went going into this week. He was fourth in total expected points for all running backs behind uh, McCaffrey, um, Cordero Patterson. No, McCaffrey, Henry, Jonathan Taylor. So the top five in running back expected points going into week three was CMC, Henry, Taylor, Davis, and Cook. Um, Mike Davis at 5.1 in this spot just felt insanely too cheap for for what he was. So I was fine. Mike Davis was in my pool of like my top five running backs I wanted to play. Obviously, so was Saquon. Um, so was CEH. So was Madison. Um I think all four of those guys were in play. The the two v two for me that really got me off of Saquon was the Boyd thing. It was it was Saquon and Boyd plus Bengals D versus um, Mike Davis 
Robert Woods and Titans D. And really it just came down to, I wanted the three receivers I wanted the most in cash were Godwin cup and Boyd or Godwin cup and woods because LA, I just expected to throw, I mean, 50 times in this game. I just thought this was the game environment I wanted to have exposure to in cash. Uh, the Bengals, even though Higgins was out, like Bengals just don't want to throw Burroughs literally threw 18 times in this game. So even if, you know, Boyd leads the team in targets, six targets is not something like I could have easily seen woods getting 10 here and cup getting 12, you know, um, and just wanted exposure to the best game possible. So that was really, it was, it was Mike Davis plus woods versus Saquon plus Boyd. And yeah, Davis, Davis, uh, it was like a it was like a twenty five point two v two. So that's so it Mike sucked. Davis was like tertiarily in play. He was our our tenth best running back value on DR, and I I think honestly our inputs are a little bit generous to him in terms of yards per carry, market share of rushing touchdowns, market share of receiving touchdowns. Because I just don't think he has any touchdown equity because he's not very good. They don't go to him. They, they yeah, the, the, the issue the issue is that he's Atlanta's backup running back. <laughs> so well, I mean, the, he he's a he's a running back who gets double digit percent target share, who's effective in the passing game, and who also sees fifty plus percent of the rushing attempt share. So when you look at those factors of like a running back who gets double digit target share percentage plus fifty plus percent of the workload uh, from a rushing attempt share, you're you're looking at like eight to ten running backs in the league a week. And one of them is 5K. The rest of them are like 6K and above. So Mike Davis was underpriced for his workload here. There's no doubt about it. It's just a question of like whether or not not getting Saquon was. I just think not playing Saquon is so bad. Like, yeah, but it's not because Mike Davis at 5.1 is a bad play. It's because Saquon. I I think he's probably a break even play. Like, I don't, but he's a break even play in a vacuum. But considering the context at running back today, that Madison was the number one play, Saquon was the number two play. And CH was the number three play. I literally think anyone who didn't play those three running backs is bad. Well, screw you, Davis. <laughs> I just, it's just, I, it was, I mean, it was just obvious, right? Because, I mean, we had, we had Barkley projected straight up for the fourth most points at running back. And I don't think any, I've, and probably our projections were lower even, but like Cardi, I think I know Cardi had him for more, um, you know, I and we we had Derrick Henry for for more too, but Derrick Henry was eighty six hundred. I mean, Saquon Barkley is an eight thousand dollar player, and he's sixty five hundred. Nate, we we are both fish. You're a fish for not playing Saquon, and I'm a fish for not playing Ceh at four point eight. I mean, I'll 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 take the L, but I, I'm gonna need you to take the L with me, buddy. Come on, I'm Come not on. taking just, the L. Just on say Davis. it. Just say it. I'm not. Just say it. I should have gotten Saquon, but I'm not taking the L on Davis. Davis say it. Was not say it. I'm a. I'm. I'm a fish for playing Mike Davis and Cash the, this week. Just say Barkley, it with me, buddy. Come on. Barkley is gonna play the not Saints next week. He's gonna be seventy two hundred, and you're gonna pay for him next week. We'll see. Like, I don't. I, I don't know. I don't. At 7,200, there's probably a bunch of other running backs who are going to get similar workload in a le- in a more efficient offense that I'll but he take was, he was versus 6, the Saints. He was 6,500 against the against the Falcons against and the there Falcons, was, Nate. And there's a million other running backs around that range that I that I'll look at. I, he I got Nate. He got 16 carries. His backup was inactive. The second highest carry total on the team was the fullback Elijah Penny with with two. 
and he was targeted seven times in the passing game, tied for led, the team lead. Led the team in targets. Like, yeah, like this yeah. is all time bad for me. Br- brutal fade, bro. You, Mike you, Davis. you, 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 Mike Davis was fourteen hundred less. That was the difference between Tyler Boyd, who you didn't like, and KJ Osborne. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to take a zero at wide receiver to go from Mike Davis to... Well, you basically did because you played Sir... I played Sir Robert, Robert Woods. That, yeah. <laughs> that, that was the most tilting thing of the day because then when, when I did realize I need to late swap, there was no other receivers under 5'8 that I could get to. Did, did, Osborne, did Osborne outscore Robert Woods? No, I legit was looking at like Van Jefferson and Cash. I mean, here's, so, here's the thing: Robert Woods was the person that people were pivoting to. They were swapping yeah. to Robert Woods because they're like, it, no, nobody would ever play this guy. Yeah, the Robert Woods thing was tilt, but um, no, I mean, I don't know, dude. There's so many running backs that get great usage. I'm I'm not gonna like pretend that the Saquon thing should be an eight thousand dollar player. I mean, say, I'm, I'm, I'm not even speaking in hyperbole. Like Saquon Barkley has been for the – if you averaged all of his drafting salaries for his career, he would be an average $8,000 running back. Saquon yeah, but, has been – he's been 10K before. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, context was very different at that point too, who he was, the, the offense that that yeah, was. Yeah, he had Eli like, Manning and he wasn't playing the Falcons. All right. I mean, there's there's a million other people who get the same exact usage as him that are going to be like uh, no way. No, to say that there's a million other running backs who are going to get the same usage as 16 carries and seven targets is not true. Yeah. It's a 20 percent target share with a 68 percent uh, rushing attempt share. There are other running backs who get 50 plus percent of their offensive share entirely. Derrick Henry, Alvin Kamara, Alexander Madison, heck, David and Montgomery, much, Joe Mixon, all, how much Najee Harris. Cost? Half of those guys cost under 7K. No, they were all more expensive. I'm looking at salaries right now. Najee literally saw 19 targets. Like, I mean, Big Ben is cookeder than cooked. Oh my God. Uh, Did you see the, did you see the report on Twitter today where they're like the Steelers executives have been looking at the film and they're concerned that Big Ben might be done. It's like, bro, when were they looking at film from like 2019? They, they, like, they, could signed, they, they could have signed Jameis for like $5 million, dude. Oh my God. This, this Najee game was nuts. I mean, let me literally. tell you, let me tell you, you guys, you guys would, would be playing Deontay Johnson every week with me. If Jameis was the quarterback, It'd be oh, sure. play, I know, we'd be paying Claypool, dude. Dude. He'd be, oh, he'd yeah, be throwing Claypool. bombs to Claypool. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I, I, the question I have, after this morning was when, when stuff locked, like, should I have looked at Sony Michelle more? That was when we get to single entry stuff. That was who I played in my, yeah, in my I, I played team. a lot of him in tournaments. And then in tournaments, I was so behind. I pivoted because I had a lot of Mike Davis in tournaments as well. So I pivoted to, I pivoted to Fournette pretty much everywhere just because he was like the only low owned guy that I thought. And then Sony ended up being like 3% or less owned in all the tournaments that I was like, I, like Sony, we should have expected to step pretty closely into this Darrell Henderson workload at fourth. I mean, 40, what was he? 48, $4,900. Like, 49. Sh- like, should we have thought of him? Not maybe obviously Madison, I think is one a, but like, should we have all thought about Michelle a little bit more uh, after that news came out? Yeah, I, but, I, but there I was said just... no on Michelle. Cause he was never going to get targeted. I don't think. 
I mean, he ended up with four targets. I mean, the, yeah, the, he, I think that the more than Robert Woods, he, you can do it in tournaments, but if you're playing CEH and Barkley, yeah. then it, in, and Madison, it's like, where, where do you yeah, really, where, where did he fit? Where did he, yeah. Fit? And you don't really need the salary leaf at that point. Like you can do it in tournaments to get unique or, or whatever. Nate, Nate was one of those people drafting Calvin Ridley over Saquon Barkley at the, uh, uh, the 12 13 turn and these yes. baseball drafts yes one thousand one thousand percent well i mean I like, it, it, why wouldn't you when you can just pick up mike davis coming back in the fourth round like no big deal one thousand percent i was <laughs> so you just don't understand the mechanics of how the game works is what you're saying <laughs> davis and these running backs that are going to be dead by week seven Dude, mike mike davis is literally going to be released before the season like he's literally he's literally going to be released like i just need i need you to know that he's not going to be a member of the falcons by like week 13 this is not going to make it It doesn't matter dfs is a one-week game if i'm going to get expected yeah points dude but 10, talent matters talent matters mike davis doesn't have any of it Talent well, matters, you dude. You should you should have played Sony Michelle over Mike <laughs> Davis. Nate, that was the thing. Yeah. I probably should have. I probably should. I mean, that's what I was gonna say. Is I liked Fournette <laughs> for cash more than I liked Mike Davis. Well, I mean, I played a way too much Fournette in in tournaments as a what pivot. Did, what did Fournette do? Did he even? Dude, he did nothing because Geo, Geo and dude. And, Jones did I, all over. I bet I bet the Rams to win the Super Bowl at 13 to 1 this week because I was like they're gonna beat the Buccaneers. And I bet they're with the Chiefs losing, I bet they're gonna be like eight to one. Yeah, we had the we had the Rams everywhere and like all our stuff. Yeah. So so Davis, this was my first time in cash in probably like 12 weeks that I had to swap like this. Um, because normally there's enough outs where it's like I'm kind of thinking I'm still live where I knew I was dead today. The, the swap was made. my swap good. Well, no, because what, what, what was you, your swap, Nate? So I, I, I wanted to get off of cup Godwin and Madison because they were going to be the three most owned. The issue was I couldn't get off of woods because there were no other wide receivers underneath that. So like there were a bunch of other wide receivers I could have gotten up to with Godwin and, and uh, cup. So I, I ended up going with Jefferson over Godwin and going down from Madison to Fournette. So I got off the two. You did this all wrong. I'm not even, I'm not even being mean, but you played it. You were dead and you were playing a guy who was 70% owned. Yeah. We got, we got to, we got to hear it from the swap master here. But again, all of those guys. You should have played anyone but Cup. I'm like literally. I mean, KJ Osborne is a better value pull, like for what you needed. Any literally any player would have been better than Cup. But I had four spots left, and all four of those spots projected to be over twenty percent owned in cash games. So, and the first so like, guy you want to get off of is the guy who's going to be the most owned player because if Cup, I mean, if Cup walks out in this game and and tweaks his ankle on the first play, your lineup would have gotten there probably. Because you played Justin Jefferson, who got thirty. Yeah, yeah. And you just I mean, hang on to, you just hang on to Bobby you're, Trees because nobody just, played you're him. You're just rooting. What you're what Madison you're hoping was for the when, what you're hoping I for mean, when you're swapping is not only your guys getting points, but the guys that the rest of the field is counting on to get points to not get those points. But there also has to be some sort of rationality to like getting off of Madison for uh, for net is already making your lineup like like. You, if you fade all of the best players and just swap onto 
like nonsense players. Like it in, doesn't work. In, in my games, in my games where I needed to swap, I swapped off of Cup to Corlin Sutton because I I knew without even like I didn't want to go through and like do all the math for all the games. But I just knew I was like every single one of these people against me will have cup, so I'll just take literally any wide receiver who can score a touchdown. Well, it's and a, isn't the obvious thing cup. to go from to to go from Madison to Sony Michelle, and then, and then use... he did he did Fournette same thing. Yeah, I did Fournette same thing. I thought Fournette that's maybe the, had more upside. Yeah, thing. but Sony Sony has more direct leverage off of uh, for the touchdowns for cup. Yeah. Exactly. I thought Fournette had more upside though. I mean, in the Tampa Bay offense, if if Tampa that's, Bay gets that's... down there, I. That's probably neg- negligible, Sammy. Like that's probably like a poker hand where by the river, like fifty-five percent of the time you're supposed to fold and forty-five percent of the time you're supposed to call. Yo, like did, did I did I miss something? Did 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 Ronald Jones like not play? I mean, he was ruled as got, not I starting. Got, I think he got like two, literally like two carries. Dude, yeah, that's Ronald. A, I mean, that's a that's a he got more carries than Fournette. This is a this is a three-headed monster. Like, what, what do you guys mean Fournette has more upside than? Sony well, Michelle. Fournette, Fournette still gets targeted. Like Geo got a, a crazy targets, and Fournette still got targeted three times. But this also was not the expected game. It was script. not the like, expected flow. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I thought after I got off of Madison, and then I got from Godwin to Jefferson. Like any extra leverage that you have is just like you've already pivoted forty percent ownership off of every off of everything else. Like when, when, where do you stop? Do you just do all four, just throw everything out and stick them at the wall? Like, no, I, 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 I would have just gotten off the, the chalkiest parts. Like I would have gotten off of cup. I would have just not to, played. I would have started to from DK there. Metcalf and gone down yes. to, uh, and gone down to, to Sony Michelle and get yeah. leverage. Well, cup was the cheap cup. Cup is cheaper than all those. That's, that, that's direct but, leverage off yeah. the, off the other two. Your, your you brain was there. not used to making these swaps. But you couldn't get to from cup to but in your spot where you were so where you were you were behind the Bengals D. Yes, you uh, could. You you didn't play you didn't play Tyler Boyd uh and you didn't have Saquon. Like you your lineup as it was existing was probably like I mean, literally, probably zero percent to cash. No, like, literally bro, bro, here, it, here it is. You you go from cup, you go from cup up to just Oh, you did. You are you. You go up to Jefferson. I, Cup to I had, Jefferson. I had Godwin. You didn't have which any was wide six, receivers locked. I, I had Godwin, uh, Cup, Woods, and Madison. So yeah, if I go from Cup, if I go from Cup up to Jefferson, that's yeah. an eight hundred dollar. So then, right? How do I get that eight hundred dollars? And then you go from Madison down to Sony, which is eleven hundred. Yeah. And you get and you get two different Rams, and you get a different Ram and a different Viking. And it's like direct leverage with big upside players. That, that was the swap. I thought the Jefferson leverage off of Madison would be would be ideal. And then I thought the uh, getting the yeah, Fournette but sticking, side sticking with Cup is just terrible. It's it's just awful. Like he was literally seventy five percent owned. Like it. I don't. There's just no. He was also the guys. least the least likely to bomb. Of sure. of of I, Woods Cup and matter. Jefferson. That, that or of Woods Cup matter. and Godwin. That part doesn't matter. Like when I, when I was, you're literally just playing frequencies here. When I was making swaps last week, what I ended up swapping to like Hopkins, I don't even remember because I was, it was so bad last week, but I was not like, and you swap so many times that it all kind of melts. I've done it. I've done it a hundred times. Yeah. But like, I just was, whenever I'm swapping, I'm not thinking about like, Oh, I need to make sure to try and keep some piece of the original lineup. That's least likely to bomb. It's just, no, I, 
just want dudes who can score touchdowns. That's like literally all. And I want guys who are under 10% who can score touchdowns. That's like, that's the yardstick. All right. Well, let's, let's, let's get let's to your lineup, Davis. It's a, it's about time. You had a good week. We're very happy for you. You know, we're just so, so pleased after last week that you, that you bounce back. So I played Lamar, which, uh, we got to talk I mean, about the Lamar thing. How many points did Hollywood drop from Lamar? Lamar literally. I, I saw our Scott, Scott Barrett, Scott Barrett did the, God bless him. He did the, the whole expected points calculation depending on if you give him credit to getting all the way to the end zone on those points, he left in between 33 and 45 DK points on the field with the drops. My God, it wasn't, it wasn't even Mark Andrews this week. No. Uh, So Lamar, I I played Lamar Barkley, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, Cooper cup, Chris Godwin, Tyler Boyd, TJ Hawkinson. And then I left a six K spot at the flex, which would have obviously was Madison and would have been Cortland Sutton or Robert Woods. If, Dalvin Cook played, and then I played the Bengals defense. Uh, I mean, it's it's. I didn't like. I didn't swap at all. I set this team on Saturday night and just played it. It just, incredible. This is this is a good team. It's a really good team. I the, mean, the, it, I I cards on the table. I did consider the team that Sammy played: Fields, Henry, Osborne versus Lamar. Boyd, I don't even remember what the three, but I did. I for like five minutes, I considered the team that Sammy played to avoid playing CH, and then I was like, you know what, I'm not. CH was weak. the play. Yeah, yeah, don't don't get off. The I game. just I had like five minutes of being scared of playing CH, and then I was like, dude, I worked on this projection all week. The projection's right. Just do it. Yeah, don't this get off this of low this, uh, this honestly backs. looks way better. This it really does. I hate to say it, but it looks way better. The the three v three that you made. It was this was um, Levitan would call this the the show me week. Like show me that you can make the right team. Because I, I, <laughs> I me, me and me and Nate did not. We we showed you that we had gills and we breathed through them. Oh, the the tough. Hawkinson thing though, I was I I I like looked at a Higby team for a little bit, but the upgrades like it didn't it didn't really get you anywhere like yeah. on this team. On Sammy, on your team, Higby, it would have gotten Hawkinson, you somewhere. It would have got you, you could have gotten to Daniel Jones and not Osborne, which actually would have been you probably if you play Higby, Daniel Jones, you, you're fine. It actually yeah, could have gotten well, me it somewhere. Would, it would, I would still have to play Osborne in that in that scenario, or I could have but, gone. But that doesn't Higby. matter. You can you can yeah. eat a four. You can eat a four pointer. That's it probably could have got, got like me 15. off of the fourth wide receiver of the Rams, though. Uh, I didn't realize that Robert Woods was playing back up to Van Jefferson. So I, I could have gotten up to a decent wide receiver, maybe. Well, Robert, I mean, here's, Robert, it, Robert Woods got six targets. I mean, him and Van Jefferson are at least the co-wide receiver fours. Yeah, I'm I'm normally pretty hesitant to, like, anoint wide rec- tight ends, like the their team's number one wide receiver. But, like, really, Hawkinson had been that through he, the first He had been. Weeks. And they don't and have good wide receivers. Yeah, and they're in the dome, and they're against a team that, like, they should – probably be behind and have to throw a decent amount they did they they were trailing literally the entire game they trailed the whole game yeah and and they would give two two targets to hawkinson like how many did he get like i I thought he got hurt or something i wasn't watching the games i was i was traveling i I was i was watching i was watching this game because i had lamar and because i had hawkinson so so on sunday ticket i kept switching to it and just every time he would just pass to Khalif Raymond or DeAndre Swift, just like, every well, not only out. that, he, he wasn't even the most targeted tight end on the, on the yeah, Darren Fells, Darren Fells, not only out targeted him, but also had more air yards than him. Hawkinson that's, had that's two tough. targets. Hawkinson had two targets for eight total air yards on the week. 
and I, I wonder played if he, in cash wonder, at like 5K. I wonder if he blocked a bunch. Like, I wonder if they were trying to keep Goff from getting sacked or something. Like, I wonder if they were blitzing him a ton. Yeah, why don't you got, use Darren Fells for that? I mean. Because they would never expect it, dude. The PFF I mean, he stuff ran. Let me, let me see if, let me see if he, grades for this game yet. I mean, Hawkinson ran 26 routes compared to, I mean, he ran one of the most, more routes than, he ran the second most routes on the team. So it wasn't like he wasn't out there running routes. It was just, he wasn't getting targets. I, I think it most likely is just like, just one of those things that just happens. Like, I don't know if there's a ton to learn from it, but it is, yeah. we are, we are three weeks into the season. And the only one of us who have gotten a touchdown out of our tight ends was Nate in week two, where he got a Noah Fant touchdown. Yeah. Impressive. Yeah. Impressive. I need to, I need it's to go back tough. to my cheap tight end ways. You ate, you ate a zero from Troutman last week. We all played <laughs> Kyle Pitts in week one, right? Yep. So, so oh, Pitts, man. T- tight Pitts. end has not been a good position for me. I need to, I need to focus up on this. So, so combined, I have through three weeks, I have less than 10 DraftKings points for my tight ends. Cause Pitts got like six in week one. Higby got 1.8 last week and Hawkinson got 2.10. Truly incredible stuff. <laughs> Dude, the Hawk- so anyways, our, our usernames are Davis Maddock, <laughs> Whirling Dervish and Nate N. send us the invites. You want this smoke. Yeah, dude. Uh, you want it. Oh, we, you know, the, the, the other point we need to make, and I don't want to really rake Nate over the coals for this because it's a defense and it doesn't really matter, but the Bengals were one of the most obvious cheap punt defenses of all time, right? Dude, dude, dude you do, do this you play you, Nate? The, the Titans, Titans. The Titans were fine. Right. You do this saying. every time. Defenses literally like this are total coin flips, and if you're on the wrong side of it or the right side of it and you, and you take a victory lap or a, whatever, defense is the most – high like variance position possible and when you find these cheap it, it defenses doesn't, it doesn't feel that high variance watching ben roethlisberger play i'm gonna be honest with you it's a it's a sad state of affairs when the steelers are now like an auto like play your no. defense against and like whoever they play next week with sammy we're picking them up in our super flex league that we do together <laughs> dude if you you can't take a victory lap on defense. The Titans, no, the Titans, right here the Titans were, were fine. I, I just normally know that you like to go with the cheap. I mean, well, actually, it's not true. You don't go with the cheapest possible, and you played the Browns for 3,500 last <laughs> Well, week. last week I did. Normally, you guys, yes. you guys, how, many, how way, many combined points from your defense in three weeks do you, you have? You guys both officially owe me an apology on Manny Sanders. No. No, he had like six oh. targets and converted two of them into touchdowns. He, But that was digs, the digs and Beasley's. Well, no, Diggs and Beasley still. You guys said that he had no upside. If you want to continue to bet your bankroll on thirty-five-year-old wide receivers com- when there's yeah, like yeah, play, play, no, play him next week, Davis. It's you, better. You it's better to play. Cash. It's didn't better to play thirty-one-year-old running backs. Didn't apparently. Didn't, didn't Leone uh, bank twenty k playing a Manny Sanders stack this week? He Probably. Pretty Buffalo. sure he did. He did. I bet. I bet Leone was on Dave. I bet Leone had a good share of a good share of Mike Davis this week, though. <laughs> I bet uh funnily enough, Leone and I co-manage a high stakes dynasty super flex team, and someone just sent us a trade <laughs> offer trying to give us Mike Davis, and I immediately rejected it. And Leone before he could see it. Leone messaged me like, dude, what the fuck? Like we should have done that trade. <laughs> <laughs> it was, but no, so we we have I mean, no one cares about this, but we have three good quarterbacks and our third is Kirk Cousins and people want him and we keep getting these low ball offers and it's just, Dynasty's not very fun. It's really not. All right, let's do- Should we talk tournaments? What, yeah, let's do it. Because I, I, 
was very tilted by the Chiefs not scoring enough points because I finally got him a Cole Hardman touchdown. I nailed the bring back with Mike Williams, and I had no other flames in my lineup because Mahomes only got 25. I played Mahomes, Sony Michelle, Barkley, Madison, Mike Williams, Hardman, Olamide Zacchaeus, Travis Kelsey, and the Titans defense. You played Zacchaeus. I like that. What a, I was just so, looking at guys priced next to Osborne because I was like, I, that's just a good leverage spot. So let me yeah. let me ask you this. I was listening to your pod with uh, Jordan uh, on the take cast yeah. this week, and he was kind of talking about how he thinks single entry people play it a little too, too chalky. And, yeah. you know, you should actually go more contrarian in your single entry because the EV of like getting if, it if, right. Yeah, of getting it right is just so much greater because yeah, there's less. Well, yeah, it's a, it's a it's a great example. So, in in this in this lineup, I'm looking at Madison was 20, percent which certainly was higher than what he would have been in the Millie Maker or whatever. Uh, but Kelsey was eight percent, Michelle was three percent, Mahomes was five percent. Like the cumulative the cumulative ownership on this lineup was under under 60 percent. Like that's man. How is low. how how is how is Mahomes and Kelsey like? It happens every week. It lit. I mean, and Unbelievable. At, this point, it, at this point, it like looks correct that the Chiefs look terrible. Um, yeah. But uh, but I mean, this is what we all say every week. Like right, Levitan posted the meme right where it's like, "Duh, Chiefs go burr." No, you can't play them. It's too obvious. Like, "Duh, Chiefs go burr," and like that's what it is. Every week, you turn the cards over. Mahomes is five percent. Kelsey and Tyreek like max out at like fifteen percent. That and that's like I've I've never seen them that high. But that's like as high as they would ever get. Yeah. yeah, Kelsey's is getting up there. Tyreek's is still pretty suppressed this year, but Kelsey, because of the tight end, just premium of, you know, fewer options available. His ownership always and And is no Kittle higher. on the slate to siphon off the – Nate played Kittle in week one at tight end, actually, now that oh, I'm – Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually got points. <laughs> <laughs> Not very many. <laughs> More than pits. More than pits. Really I, so so what did uh, real real fast um what what was your score in this davis uh my score for this lineup was 167 so literally the oh. same amount of same amount of points as my cash team so just uh i mean it just like when you are playing multiple 3k wide receivers this is something i sh- this is why the mahomes teams never end up getting that owned because you are you're really asking a lot for those guys to get more than like 15 like yeah. Hardman and Zacchaeus both scored and neither of them got over 12. So it's just, it's just very tough. Um, and then obviously the Sony play didn't really work out, you know, I mean, it was, see. it was a good play. He got 20 carries and four targets in like a super high scoring game environment. Yeah. It's single digit ownership. He was like super low on it everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, my team, I, I did a, a rust double stack with a bring back. I, my biggest focus in tournaments this week was on cheaper running backs. Cause I thought um, there was, was some value there. Yeah. Um, so I, I went with, with Russ, with Sony, with Gibson, both Sony, Michelle and Gibson were under 4% owned. Um, and then my, my double stack was DK Metcalf and Gerald Everett bringing it back with Osborne. Um, and then I, I finished it off with cup uh, Tyreek and then the Titans D. So it was, I, I like, I like to take kind of that barbell approach that we talk about in tournaments when it comes to ownership of not just like, Oh my, I have a low mean ownership, but all my players are roughly eight to 10%, but actually trying to balance. It's okay to have some higher owned players. When you also have some lower owned players, you can use different 
uh, statistical metrics to kind of evaluate your lineup through that perspective. So I have like a barbell score, um, type of thing. And this, and, and this one rated really well in that. And it was, I was able to get cup who I, I was okay with the ownership on. And then Tyreek was the one who, I mean, yeah, apparently, apparently you just have to play cup at any ownership and any price every single week in tournaments. I think that's what I've learned is, is that Nate's, cup Nate's, is- Nate's waiting for the Bobby trees week. No, Cup is just still a thousand dollars under price. I mean, now that Cup, I mean, I'm I'm I mean, guessing next week getting, Cup's going to be seventy five hundred, and he's going to be a jam. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm probably gonna lock him. But like, I mean, Cup this week was literally two thousand dollars less than like Tyreek Hill. That's, I mean, that's an insane. There's just unless his ownership is seventy percent, there's no reason to fade that if you can find other spots in your lineup to be contrarian, like. So, but the issue was, I mean, Tyreek, I had him in oh, we, I don't know, we 75% have, we have, of lineups and he just bombed. We have salaries out. Does, uh, does anyone want to guess what Cooper Cup's price is next week? 75. 78. More expensive than Hopkins, Diggs, Jefferson, Metcalf, Lockett. Yeah. That's so that's where, that's where you can consider fading him because there's other guys there. But right now, the guys that he was near, there was like, unless your lineup was chalky elsewhere, there was not. Oh my God, dude. The Eagles and the Chiefs play next week. What's Tyreek at? He eight thousand. Is he eight yet? Eight thousand. Kelsey is eighty one hundred. So now Hawkinson, you're talking about Hawkinson like, got a price bump. He's fifty eight hundred this week. Yeah, no thanks. Because well, so much of it's depending on ownership. Ownership. And he was yeah. So owned. Yeah. yeah. All right, All right. Uh, Sammy. What did you run? Oh so wait, I, I one one. Th- who was your bring back with uh, with Osborne? So one thing I've started trying to do, uh, and I didn't actually end up doing it this week because it didn't make a ton of sense to play Donald Parham, but I, I've been trying to just do the bring back with like just a disgusting tight end. Obviously this week it would have worked with Conklin, but like it, it, it's just kind of one of those things where like if the game environment goes nuts and there's a tight end that plays 60% of the snaps. And as we've touched on tight end is so disgusting anyway, like it's, it's just a good spot to do it. I played Luke mm-hmm. Farrell in a lineup today. Who's a $2,500 Jacksonville Jaguars tight end. Has my guy. I'm proud of you. Back. I'm that proud of you, did, my boy. That one did not work. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, next time. All right. What'd you run, Sammy? Uh, I ran a Ravens stack. So I ran a Lamar single stacked with Marquise Brown. Oh, I think... Hollywood just fucked you good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's <laughs> very, very, very sore today. The old backside. Um, and I brought it back with, uh, DeAndre Swift. So the, okay. the thesis, the thesis behind that's a good, that that's was a, that was those are all good plays, I think. Yeah, kind of, kind of the thesis was that Lamar is one of the few guys in in tournaments like this that can be single stacked, um, and then Hawkinson was going to be really chalky, and so I wanted to use one of my running back spots on Swift, and he's been seeing a massive target share, and and he did indeed. Uh, my other running backs, my other running back was Jonathan Taylor. Uh, and once uh, Naheem Hines cucked him for a nine-yard rushing touchdown early in the game, I knew that was dead. So tough scene. Um, I like I like Taylor even before I heard Marlon Mack was out, but um, yeah, didn't end up working. Then I did a uh, m- with my other receivers. I did a Metcalf and Osborne mini correlation. Um, obviously, just Metcalf is a is a huge smash, but I wanted receivers that could go back and forth in that game. I used Higby at tight end off of uh, to leverage off of the other Rams guys like Cooper Cup, 
Um, I went with Sutton in the flex over Madison. I think I could have just ended up going up with Madison there, but, um, but yeah. And then I did a Browns defense and, and that worked out quite well. So decent, decent team, but uh, did not, did not do anything uh, great. Cause Marquise Brown, get, we got to get some bonks to the people, dude. I know, I know, man. I know. I mean, they, it, I'll be honest, like maybe I'm a fish, but I think these were all like pretty well-constructed lineups. Yeah. I, I think the context of this week, actually my team was not that good. I think paying, paying, playing two, three K wide receivers is, is when one of them is not a lock. Now, you know, like some weeks we have, you know, week one, we had all those three K wide receivers. We thought we're going to do great. Yeah. But, but playing playing Hardman with Mahomes is fine, but I think just like randomly tossing in Zacchaeus because he was leverage off of Osborne's price point was probably stupid because I just don't think he can ever really get 20. Like he even had the best spot, like he scored and I just, it just would not have been enough. Yeah. The only time I think three K wide receivers like that, where your ceiling is lower is okay. Is if it's part of a correlation play, like if it's part of the bring back or if it's part of the stack itself, but yeah. if they're just a standalone, like it's most of the time, I think that's not great. Yeah. But there were a lot of uh, plays in cash that I was shocked about their ownership this week. And I just wanted to ask you guys, were you guys shot? Rondale Moore was over like fifth was, was like 15% in some contests. And so was Tyson Williams. Did you guys Whoa. think any of those guys were Whoa. cash plays? No, no. Tyson Williams was the third owned or maybe fourth owned running back in the $5 double up. What? Is that true? That's why that's why we still are able to make money despite being complete idiots. Jesus Christ. No, uh never no obviously not Tyson because I mean for obvious reasons like he's in a three-headed committee and you know his, well his... four-headed really. Yeah, Lamar. with with Lamar and yeah, his goal line work is like totally up in the air and um who's the other guy? So uh Rondell Rondell Moore was no, also I mean, 13% owned. He was the I I'm I'm less shocked by that because obviously he just had a great game and yeah. he wasn't, and he was right next in price point to Boyd. So I could see how that would work from a roster construction perspective, but I did not consider him for a second. No. Cause I mean, at some point you have to be on the field. Like if you're going to be a cash receiver, you need to be on the field the majority of the time. And he still isn't doing that. So like, I wonder made... how many snaps he played today. I wonder if he, cause AJ green had a good game actually. Yeah. AJ, AJ green, not dust. Is that a thing? And, and well, I think Hopkins is hurt. I mean, we know he's yeah. hurt, but I think he is, he's actually hurt to the point where it's limiting yeah. his effectiveness. Right. But Rondell's, 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 Rondell's usage is... was not great in this game. It was 33% of the snap share and 37% of the routes. Did you, did you guys see the, the play, his carry though? No, I, I, ran, oh, was, I, I watched, oh, I watched was, no football today, bro. It was unbelievable. So like he, he comes around on the jet sweep and ran like a fake option with Chase Edmonds, like faked the pitch to him coming or it was really cool. I mean, he didn't score, but it was really cool. So Cliff, Cliff is <laughs> Cliff is leading the league in plays that look really cool that go for two and a half yards and no points. <laughs> did it, let me, let me just ask this. Did the play go horizontal? Did it go directly? Oh, like 90% line? of the action was horizontal. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, I just thought it was nuts to see, around, but he didn't actually go so, forward toward the end zone. I, I, yeah, I, I mean, Tyson, to Tyson this. was literally the fifth owned running back in the $5 double up. It's Ch- Chase nice. Edmonds, Chase Edmonds got eight targets today and James Conner did score two rushing touchdowns, but Chase Edmonds got a carry at the goal line for the first time ever. He got a carry from the three. Chase Edmonds is the one you want. 
Well, it's, it's, I mean, that's obvious, but it's more like he's actually playable in tournaments. Now, if, if you occasionally think he can score a goal on rushing touchdown. Or, or if you yeah. think that, that Kyler Murray can throw a touchdown to him and then you just him, get yeah. the, the super lit Kyler. Yeah. Edmonds eventually, guy. eventually they're going to stop giving Connor workload. I mean, his, his explosiveness compared to Edmonds is just he brutal. he is the guy he is the guy who looks the worst in the single digit jersey like and everyone else looks good in it but he like looks terrible i think he's number number two he looks awful it's just it's number just, six it's not i number think six, chase is two chase it makes, is two. It makes him look it chase makes him look two. fat like the six makes yeah. him look fat and, and, and Len, lenny lenny does not look great in the seven in seven or whatever yeah it's yeah. bad i was I was tilting that. Some of these single digit guys, how, though, it's how sweet. is how is how is Fournette? How did, how does he not choose number four? Because he was number seven in college. Yeah, that's weak. Yeah. Don't talk most, to me about Fournette. I was so tilted watching Geo twenty five come out for eighty percent of the snaps. You need that. to be tilted about yourself. How is Fournette like a play at all? How is how is any Tampa Bay running back a play any week ever? I don't understand. Well, Geo and Rojo it, it, just it, really didn't haven't existed. They don't have an existence, and the run, he was 5K, and the team total, and just that overall off like that game environment. Like, if if Lenny scored two touchdowns here at five percent ownership at 5K, would you have been shocked? In tournaments, he has to be consideration. I'm I'm I'm, I'm not going to do that. No. Well, I'm no. not going to consider no. it. Then now, you're not considering no. the field. No. No. It's not it. It's just like because now now we know if they if they get into a foxhole situation, it's all geo. It's all geo. Yeah. I would say now, yeah, you're right. But going into this game, we had not seen this. No, type I, of worst I liked you, I liked Fournette from geo this out. week, which I like very rarely do. Yeah, you guys uh, are let's, fish. Let's look at some of the prices for next week and then we can get out of here. Um is okay. Nate, Saquon Barkley, sixty seven hundred against the Saints. Oh, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> probably not probably not i don't think mike I'm davis taking... is 5100 again <laughs> probably not this Cordero is gonna be, a, ton is gonna of be a true test will nate double down oh my no, god Cordero clyde, got is, a ton clyde of usage. is only 5400 oh clyde's a lock clyde's a lock there's no uh, reason 5, to look at 5400 is not 4800 yeah but it's i mean I don't think I'm looking at Saquon. When, when's the last time the Clyde Edwards-Hilaire hit the hit the bonus? Was it that game against the Bills last year where they gave him like 26 can, or 28 rushes? I can tell you, Sammy. That. It doesn't matter. Individual like ceiling type stuff like yeah, this over yeah, a 16 just, game sample does not just, matter. Just let me, just the let fact me of the matter just is you have a, you have a running back who's on the field for like 80 percent of the snaps in one of the most efficient offenses we've ever seen, who continues to get touches. Period. He was a that's, good play. that's what it is. I, I didn't. He was. A, he was a good play. Now I'm just tilting that I didn't play him because I played he, Fat Derrick Henry, who got the same are, number. Of you points. are correct. His last 100 yard game, 26 carries, 161 yards against the Bills, who did the same thing the Chargers did and just dared them to run in that game. I just think people who use metrics like that are the people who like fade Lamar for eight weeks after he has proven to be somebody different than he was. Like, I don't know. I mean, Lamar, like, it's, let's not act like we, like, invented sliced bread playing Lamar. Like, he was... No, no, I'm saying people who use metrics, like, when when does this type of player have this ceiling? Like, are the people who are eight weeks late on Lamar in 2019 when he's very clearly, like, 
somebody Man. different than he was. DFS, you're, you're, DFS was easy then, but how easy was DFS when we used to just play DJ and Leveon every week and people wouldn't and, and were like, Do you remember the David Johnson so days? Man. David Johnson when he would get like eight targets and it was just like... And they would just... you just start out... We we called him... We, we People say this now. Do you know that people say like team jam them in and like we like invented that? Yeah. For, well, for I mean, sure. you know, you're talking about like show me slates. Like the, 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 those were just show me seasons. Yeah, like show yeah. me, show me. You could just jam these two dudes every week. All right, and, interesting. And they, they weren't. All right, In- interesting one. Chuba Hubbard at Dallas for five point nine. I think initial, that's a pass. I think I, I think block. that's a pass. Yeah. It's pretty expensive. He like it, this is not a Madison situation. Like Madison, I had zero qualms about. Like I was like, yeah, they're just gonna lo- they're just gonna load him up. But I, yeah. I think they'll play a little bit of Royce Freeman and. Hubbard just did not like look that good to me and was bad his final year at Oklahoma State too. I will play that. At, at yeah. the Dallas game environment, yeah, I'll be there. 5.9 for a running back who's going to see 70%. Yeah. I think the, the better play might be DJ Moore at 6,600. I think I might rather play him. I mean, if DJ I was Moore a Panthers just, guy. He's, he's just good. Is the thing. Um, shoot. Dude, I've yeah. been struggling with running backs this year. I don't like – I yeah, don't I know. You like played the Mike running Davis back position. You played Mike Davis two out of the three weeks. <laughs> no, I don't – I think this no is my first week playing him. No wonder you've been struggling, dude. No, this is my first week playing him. You played him last week, Davis. All right, here, here's here's a here's a, a brain pretzel. Jonathan Taylor, 6.3K at Miami. No, no, no. See, that's, dude, one, where I, that's one where I'm tempted. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll uh, I'll go. I'll go back in tournaments, but I don't think you can play him in cash. Do you remember? Dude. Do you remember last year, Sammy, the first big blow up JT week? He got like twenty eight, and you and I played him, and Nate didn't. And, and Nate like, didn't. God, that Nate was so like, good. You guys are idiots, bro. Because you guys Man. played him for like six weeks in a row, thinking he was somebody he wasn't, hoping he one day would be, and then you got one week out of him after losing for six straight weeks. He was. Yeah, dude, but he smashed last week. Last yeah, year. for the last like four for for the last four weeks, but you guys played him six weeks in advance every week, and Naheem Hines continued to see eight targets again. Actually, I know the I know the exact I know the exact game we played him in. We played him against the Jets, and he no, was horrible, he, but he scored a he scored a touchdown. Listen and, to and the we, tape. We you guys played him you. way too often. You guys played him way too often last year. That's also probably true, but I do you guys lost money on him. I specifically remember he came in in that Minnesota game where Marlon Mack tore his Achilles and smashed in that game. And then we played him the next week and he scored a touchdown. And you're like, you guys are such fish. He scores a touchdown and bails you out. Love to see it. Love it. Yeah. Uh, so- CD Lamb's only 6.7. He'll probably smash uh, yeah, tomorrow he's night. Just a stone lock. Okay. Yeah. If Daryl Henderson misses again, Sony is fifty two hundred home to the the Cardinals. I think we're playing. Yes. Yeah, yes. I play him before Mike Davis for sure. You're already <laughs> off of Saquon Davis. You're not playing Saquon next week in cash. Yeah, it's a like, different different. I I will say I will say if if Cook misses again, I will load up on Madison at sixty six hundred. I'll be all in. Yeah, they used him a ton in the passing game. That was he fun. got he got twenty five points without a touchdown. Yeah, I did not expect that passing game workload from him. He saw, but he he he'd always kind of done it. But they always had Mike Boone and Amir Abdullah that they would play, and th- in this game they just were like, nah, no no Abdullah. All I mean, the- he saw seven targets. He matched. He 
he literally matched Adam Thielen in targets. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really impressive. I mean, Dalvin gets a lot of targets. So I think they just, they literally just put him in the Dalvin Cook role and he's Dalvin Cook. Who, who is possibly, you know, Higby's just going to be chalk a tight end again next week, 4,600. I mean, whoever it is, like, I, I'm, I'm going to screw it up. Like, tight end is. <laughs> yeah. Who, who, wait, let's, let's play a game. Who's Sammy going to play a tight end next week? You might play Troutman. He's, he's 2,900. Ooh, that's looking good. Jeff Swaim has played like 70% of the snaps uh, and has six targets the last two weeks. I can see playing him. Who's Miami play next week? I want to play Gasecki. You know, you know who it's going to be. It's probably going to be Fryermuth. They play the Colts. I'll probably play. I'm playing, I'm playing Gasecki. Doesn't he play like 30% of the snaps? Fryermuth, but his snap rate's going up every week. No, Gasecki yeah. doesn't. Gasecki like barely play. No, that was that was that no. was week one. He's been back on the field more. Yeah, you're missing it. Gasecki was like had the best usage of any tight end this weekend. Well, I'm probably just not playing anyone in the Jacoby Brissett offense to be 100. Gasicki ran 42 routes and had 12 targets and led all tight ends. And how many? Uh, how many YPA for for uh, Brissett today? Like four and a half. Okay, Davis. When you get a tight end who's going to be underpriced for 12 targets, Gasicki's good. Bet guys, on talent, Pey- Davis. It's, it's sometimes Barber, it's more of a feel game. Peyton Barber had 23 receptions and five targets today. <laughs> Never going to play Peyton Barber. He had 111 rushing yards and a rushing touchdown. <laughs> this is more touches than Josh Jacobs will ever get in a game for his whole career. Yeah, we we, sh- we should end We should end this show. Our The quality yeah. of the analysis has just okay. been. That is, that is I just correct. I just could just could not believe that Peyton Barber. Uh, okay, I'll just that. I'll just tell one story before we go. Uh, I'm, I, I wake up in my hotel this morning and I'm like looking through my lineups, doing a run through before we leave for the airport. And I see, and I want to pick somebody up on a team. So I go to this team and I look at it and I see like, who should I drop? And so I'm about to drop Peyton Barber. I'm like, Oh, this guy sucks. And then I like go and look at some projections and he actually projected better than the guy who I had in. So instead of dropping him, I put in my starting lineup and uh, yeah, this is one smart thing I did all day. So you own the libs. Yeah. Own, own the libs. Better to be lucky than good, Sammy. It's hey, yeah, I, I followed the math, bro. I followed the math. Should just should have done it with Ceh. Yeah, should have should have done it. All right, everyone, thanks for listening. We'll uh, we'll be back next week. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.